Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, he was a four-time Pro Bowler. His first eight years, he never missed a start. He was Mr. Durable, Eddie George, who, by the way, made $30 million in his career. Now... In today's world, you're like, Eddie didn't get paid. But that was, at the time, you were a top-paid running back. So the running backs are going crazy. So I think you and I probably disagree on this. So let me start with this, is that they are getting paid, just not as much as they want. Saquon and the Giants were $2 million apart. So I, it's not that they're not getting paid, but the data says the second contract for a running back, it almost it doesn't work. In the team's favor, is that a fair yeah. take? Is that a fair take by me? That, that's a very fair take by you. Um, when you look at, you know, the last three guys that have had extensions: uh, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Todd Gurley, and Christian McCaffrey. Um, and Christian is probably the one that's had the best, um, I guess, second half of his uh, of his contract. One of the second uh, contract. Uh, of the two, you know, Ezekiel is without a team right now. Todd Gurley's on the downside of his career. I mean, you can certainly look at that. And a lot of factors go into that. I think, you know, when you talk about the running back position, it, the perspective of uh, the league is that running backs are a dime a dozen. You can get one cheap. You can get one in the draft. You can do it by uh, having a committee of running backs. Um unless you have a special skill set and you can dominate a game. So you're looking at um, just different guys that can plug and play that have a different skill set than, um, than paying one guy everything. Because everything now is predicated toward the quarterback, supporting the quarterback, getting the weapons, the receivers, the tight ends. Um, and that's where the investment is going for the offensive side of the football. The defensive side is the pass rushers. It's the, the hybrid uh, linebackers that can cover your tight ends. It's the defensive backs, the safeties. So this is a, a, a quarterback-centric league, uh, whereas when I was playing the game, it was running backs. You know, right. Emmitt Smith and Barry Sanders set the market. And from that point on, it was myself, Jerome Bettis, Curtis Martin, Marshall Falk, 
uh, Fred Taylor, you know, to name a few, that we took advantage of that time because offenses ran through the run game. Yeah. So, um, Saquon Barkley, um, the, the, uh, the bottom line is Daniel Jones, the numbers prove, is Saquon dependent. Uh, Kirk Cousins' passer rating goes up without Dalvin Cook a little. Burroughs is even without Mixon. And actually, Herbert's goes up when Austin Eckler doesn't play, which is rare. But Daniel Jones is different. Like, he's a bad mm-hmm. backup without Saquon and a very legitimate right. starter with him. Do you think if they wouldn't have given a contract to Daniel Jones, they would have said, we're going to franchise tag you. Saquon, we're still not going to give you the bag, but we'll, 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 we'll give you a decent contract. Because I think here's the problem. Once they paid Daniel, Saquon went from unhappy to, to resenting. Now he's ticked mm-hmm. off. Had they just franchise tagged Daniel Jones, put yourself in that spot. He gets one year, mm-hmm. not $40 million for four. Do you think Saquon would be like, okay, I'm not very happy, but I'll play? Would it be different for him if they just franchise tag Daniel? I think it would be because from his perspective, you know, just they're saying that we're putting our future is in Daniel, not me. You know, prior to last season, Saquon had some injuries that he had worked through. Last season was a phenomenal year for him, and he deserves whatever he gets. But, you know, the numbers show, and I guess you want to talk about data, is after that second contract for running backs, the production has gone down. And, you know, for organizations, they're saying, hey, why should we invest in a position that's only going to depreciate as it gets older? I think as quarterbacks, the longevity is there. You saw Tom Brady playing so damn near he's 50 years old. You know, we're seeing players at the quarterback position play a little bit longer, whereas running backs, again, you know, what you're getting out of them today is what they're worth at that particular time. When you're right. talking about future value, it goes down drastically. So it's a level of, you know, for running backs to understand, hey, this is where the market is. This is how they're looking at running backs. So you've got to play, play it accordingly. Uh, do I think he should sit out? No. Um, I, I think he should be able to try to figure out a way to, to play but we're talking about $2 million. There is definitely wiggle room in there. He may not get the $2 million. He may get a million and a half. It may be somewhere in the middle that he has to meet that. But this is where we are in the state of running backs in today's game. By the way, Eddie is now the head football coach at Tennessee State, which is located in absolutely beautiful Nashville. They opened with Notre Dame. So you didn't duck anybody. <laughs> no, nah, we – hey, Listen. I wanted, I wanted the cupcake right out the gate. I wanted to <laughs> tone. I wanted to get a guaranteed win. Yeah. Uh, now, but seriously, going up to Notre Dame was going to be a wonderful experience for our student athletes. The first time Notre Dame would have faced a HBCU, um, worked on this deal a year ago. Wow. Playing against um, a great program in Notre Dame. I had the chance to play against Notre Dame as a player. Um, and anytime you have a chance to go to that venue, and to play in uh, what probably one of the best venues in, in, in all of sports um, is, is a great opportunity for us. So we're looking forward to going in there, uh, putting the ball in the dirt, and give, us, give it our best shot. So Deion Sanders is coaching, you're coaching. What is the one thing, if I was on the fence, and as a former player, and I'm like, man, I'm watching Eddie George and Deion, and eh, 
what is the best part about coaching and what is the pothole? What's the one part where you're like, man, I didn't quite know what I was in for that first year. That is a great question. Uh, the, the gratifying part of it is, is that I'm back in the locker room. I'm, I'm with the fellas. I am. Uh, it's all about building relationships with the coaching staff. It's, it's um, inspiring kids to be their absolute best, both as student athletes and as people in our community, as fathers, as husbands, as boyfriends, as sons. I mean, just challenging that on that level, just pouring all that knowledge into them. The difficult part is, is to get everybody on the bus. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I have it in my office right now, is to get everybody's energy focused in that direction. 250 people, a bunch of coaches with a lot of different egos, different ideas. Uh, That part is the most difficult part, is managing the personalities and getting them to get on the same page. So I spend endless hours. I invest a lot of time in personal development, and getting my staff to buy in to what we're doing and how we're going to get there. So that's been the challenging part for me. By the way, Eddie, that's what I have to deal with with my partner, Jason McIntyre. i got to get him on the same bus. You know, you got these young guys. Hey, have you read the, read the Energy Bus by John Gordon? <laughs> Trust me. We had that discussion today with the staff meeting. It works. Positive energy. If you can, hey, Colin, if you can't get on the bus with the same energy as you, he's got to get off. That's right. He's got to go. Got to get off that bus. Find another bus back. to get on. <laughs> Hey, you look fantastic. Tennessee State opens with Notre Dame. What a beautiful, especially in September. Oh, my. It's so beautiful. What a great, crisp Saturday afternoon, Eddie. Congrats on your success. You beat the Irish. You're back on our show. I promise you that. Thank you. Hey, we'll we'll try to make that happen. I'm going to hold you to that. All right. Hold me to it. Eddie George looks great. Good for him. One of the all-time greats. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I like that, the energy bus. I'm going to go buy that because sometimes I drive home. It's been a lot of work here. Trying to align everybody on the right side of the team and the microphone. Anyway, J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Let's start with Eddie George's team, the Titans. They obviously snagged DeAndre Hopkins uh, over the weekend to team with Traylon Burks on the outside for Tannehill. Yesterday, Mike Vrabel talked about all the factors that go into signing free agents. Anytime in free agency, I think you have to have some working knowledge of the player, who they are as a person, who they are in the building, whether one of your coaches coached them, whether you knew them, because just for the million reasons that we talked about with the culture and what's it going to be like and what the expectations are. Sometimes free agency is great. Sometimes, you know, it's not. So there's always things that you you have to be careful. Whatever happened in the past with another player is going to apply to, to this particular player. And if things come up, we'll, we'll have to, you know, work through them. But, I mean, we wouldn't have signed him or wanted to sign him if we weren't confident that he'd help us. Now, he's not known as a great practice player. I've had that verified by two NFL sources I trust that he doesn't love to practice. Um, so that's not great. But I think in a lot of the routes he specializes in, um, when you're around the league seven, eight, nine years, you know, I think I've said this before. I think preseason's a waste of time. I think we practice too much in football. Teams that practice less for veteran players doesn't, it's not the end of the world. Football practice, by the way, I loved baseball practice. Loved baseball practice. Baseball practice is the best practice. Basketball practice, I liked. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean baseball practice is the best practice? First of all, batting cage, unbelievable. Infield, unbelievable. It's the best. It's the best. Go- now, go- I never was on a wait, golf wait, team. Wait, time out. So you're saying like going to a baseball game beforehand and watching a guy no, in the batting cage? No, no, no. I'm saying as an athlete. Not that oh, I was an athlete. When I was a kid and I played baseball, ah. my favorite practice, it's in the summer. It's the batting cage. I love baseball practice. Oh. Game, you only get up four times. Practice, I get like 100 cuts. Basketball practice is fun, but you sweat your butt off. It's a lot of cardio. Football practice, I was a quarterback. It's miserable. It's no fun if the offensive guard jumps offside. The whole team has to do push-ups and run. So DeAndre Hopkins is not a good practice player. I would rather you be a good practice player, but Andrew Whitworth is a great guy. At the end of the career for L.A., you give you give older guys practices off. Yeah, he was like close to 40. I've never asked you this. As a quarterback, like who's your NFL comp? Uh, current <laughs> NFL player that you were None. even similar to. Who, who's the weakest arm quarterback in the history of the league? That's my comp. 
So you were a scrambling quarterback? No, just not good. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't scramble either. So you I, couldn't throw or scramble. Yeah, the screen pass was my friend. <laughs> no, I wasn't very good. So uh, yeah. Zach Wilson-ish? No, he's talented. I wasn't. I could shoot a basketball and hit a baseball, but I couldn't. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's up for debate, the basketball. I haven't seen you shoot yet. Uh, let's get to a good team now. Sorry, Titans. Uh, the Steelers, they, they just agreed to a four-year, $68 million extension with this kid, Alex Highsmith. He's mm-hmm. nice, coming off the edge. Uh, he's only 25, 14 and a half sacks last season. Yeah, they love Opposite to pay. T.J. Watt. They love uh, to pay defensive players. Well, that's the thing. They got the quarterback on the rookie deal, so you can spend everywhere else, and yeah. here are their defensive deals. Watt. Big Earned money. it. Minka yeah. Fitzpatrick, playmaker. Highsmith is, is good. Cam Hayward is good. It's a lot of money for a linebacker. Again, it's a lot. Well, he's like an edge rusher, Highsmith. No. He had 14 and a half sacks. All they're I'm not giving him is, Roquan Smith type money. All I'm saying is they're going opposite of the Chiefs. The Chiefs have to pay Mahomes. The Chiefs put all their money outside of Chris Jones. It's all on offense. Guards, tackles, quarterbacks, tight ends. They do offenses where their money's at. Steelers go the opposite. They spend all their money on defense. Well, and they always complain, well, our, our Pittsburgh guy, well, our offense is young. It's not all of them Mike young. Tomlin is a defensive guy. No? That's what I'm saying. Right. Is they, they pay defense in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Kansas City is paying offense. By the way, Cincinnati is paying offense. They just got rid of safeties. So just for the record, we could bag on defensive coaches all we want. Mike Tomlin, 16 seasons. You know how many losing records he's had? I don't care about that. Oh, yeah, you don't care about winning and losing. I don't care about if your big brag is I've never had a losing season. I want to see playoff wins in the last ten years. I don't give a rip about. Congrats on going nine and eight. That doesn't mean squat to me. I like Mike, but I that that nobody overachieves more. Oh God! Oh, then Mike Tomlin. That roster is stacked. His problem historically has been playing down to the opponent. Now, when you he's he's in an underdog spot against a really good team. Tomlin shows up. He's had some issues with the Patriots and Brady, who hadn't over two decades. Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're not out on Tomlin, are you? No, 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 no. I think Mike's a great motivator, so that's why they tend to, when they're an underdog or backed into a corner, the Steelers are at their best. Yeah. He doesn't use that motivation when they play crappy teams because he's not inauthentic. He's not going to pretend like they have inferior players to inferior teams. When they are backed into a corner or questioned or cornered, they play with their hair on fire because that's Mike's strength. I just think they're spending a lot of money on linebackers and defense, and that's the opposite of what Cincinnati and Kansas City are doing. It feels a little harsh. Again, we've seen how tough it is when you lose a franchise quarterback to stay relevant. The Miami Dolphins lose Marino. They're in the wilderness for two decades. Right. Okay. Uh, Green Bay Packers just lost Rodgers. We'll nope. see how we'll see how long it takes them to get back to the top. They'll be in the wilderness for it a decade. It is difficult. No, I'm not what saying what Tomlin has done since losing Roethlisberger. No. I, you got to admit it. Not bad. No, no, no. They're not. They're not like a four-win team. All no, of a no, no. I have total respect. Mike Tomlin's the only guy in the history of my career I've never had on the couch, and and that I want. He's the last guy in America that I'd love to interview. I love Tomlin. Let me see if they're facing. I uh, used to be a critic of Tomlin. I thought his teams were too loose, and then I. Learn more about Big Ben's drama, and I'm like, yeah, maybe Ooh. maybe it's not Tomlin. It's They're more at Ben's. the Rams. They'll in win week seven. That's a bad matchup. For no, the no, Rams. I, I, well, forget about the win. I'm talking about the couch. Oh, could, I love could, having him. Uh, he doesn't they, do. He doesn't do a lot of media. You could. I mean, listen. I'm not tight with the guy. You can name drop me. See if it helps. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Like Jay Mack is a big fan. No, I, I, I'm. I, I think 
Mike is going to borderline Hall of Fame. I mean, he'll be like that Pete Carroll Hall of They don't put a lot of coaches in the Hall of Fame in football. They don't. I mean, uh, okay. it, I mean, Jimmy Johnson had to wait forever. Jimmy's one of the five best coaches of my life. Oh, yeah. Mike Shanahan's not in. I, I mean, I, the whole league's copying Shanahan's offense. I mean, like, seriously. Uh, uh, yeah. Not right. the whole league, but a big chunk of the league is. He's Mike Shanahan's not. I in don't the Hall believe he's in the Hall of Fame. I, which is, it's, it's, I don't have all the stats. He's one of the on best coaches who's in the Hall of Fame. So Pete Carroll and Tomlin deserve to be in, but the NFL's very reticent to put coaches in. I, mean, hmm. I well, when I was a kid, there was a guy named Ray Guy. Ray Guy is that the punter? Ray Guy is not only the best punter ever. You would go into a game and he would be discussed. Now there was Reggie Roby. There've been punters. Ray Guy was. He was like in a weird way Otani. Like there was nobody on the planet close. <laughs> Now, again, we're talking Otani's baseball. Ray but guy. Ray Guy was this skinny guy for the... He he had this weird extension where his leg... He, it's like ballet. They don't like punters. Baseball doesn't put closers in the Hall of Fame very often. Okay. They won't put kickers in in football or coaches. It's weird. Question. Is Ray Guy a 70s NFL player? Okay, you've now hit your 70s quotient for for the week. You can't No more 70s talk the rest <laughs> of the way, all right? Final story, and, and I hope we have time for this one. Because your boy, Draymond Green, Colin, this guy, man, um, he's really, he continues to step in it. And he sat down with Trey Young and discussed how Trey became a villain in the 2021 NFL playoff series against the Knicks, taking a big shot at Knicks fans in the process. New York Knicks fans are (laughs) delusional. And miserable. And I love New York, so don't ban me from your city. <laughs> you go in the garden, you hitting the shots, you bowing. Every timely shot you need to make, you make, you're making every play. Is you are very much so a showman. But yet that's been flipped. And again, talking agendas into being this villain. And I, I'll be the first to say it. Being, being a villain, is, it sucks. Like, it's no fun. Well, he's, he's wait, wait, hold. So you just call a city of uh, fans garbage, take shots at them, and then saying, "Oh, it stinks to be a villain." Well, what do you, what do you expect? Well, come on. You bagged on Chicago, or you do you like being a villain? If I say something and become a villain, I'm a villain. So okay, be it. I'm de- I defended Justin uh, Fields today. Maybe that would get me out of the doghouse with Chicago. But Draymond Green is really. Uh, he got into like a little war of words. Jordan Poole's father is now allegedly no, going after him online. When you're outspoken, you ruffle feathers. So what? Okay, so Draymond, when you sucker punch teammates, oh, God. You, you become a villain. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to say this because he continues to bring it up. I know you're all in with Draymond, but he's a Hall this, of Famer. He's you're, relevant you... because he's a villain. Let's just be real. No, he's relevant. He's basically he's a... the Dennis Rodman of this era. Oh, he's a way better player than Rodman. Better passer, no doubt about it. Better ball handler. Rodman was a one-trick pony. Draymond I mean, he Green, was an unbelievable rebounder, defensive player. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. No offense. And ran his mouth. Rodman talked about today, Utah. Rodman today would be Dylan Brooks. I, I don't hate that comparison, but Dylan Brooks ain't yeah. leading the league in rebounds. Dylan Brooks isn't close to Draymond Green. No, he's not. Draymond is... But Draymond has seen what Rodman did as a defensive player and a rebounder. He ran his mouth, he dyed his hair, he did all this stuff. Draymond Draymond is, has added all these theatrics in recent years. What's I don't your, remember this nonsense what, at Michigan State. What, Do you? Well, he was a great college player. He was player. a great college player, but uh, I don't remember this extracurricular stuff. What's nonsense about having a strong opinion about New York's delusional basketball He has basketball a strong fans. opinion about everything. What's wrong with everything. that? Everything. I'm in the opinion business. I love it. 
I, I got no problem. I uh, didn't love what Draymond did with the punch. You, you didn't love sucker punching a teammate. No, huh? but who did the Warriors get rid of as I predicted they would? Right. Wasn't Draymond, it was Poole. Yeah. Okay, I, I, everybody freaked out. I told you. Draymond got into it with Tristan Thompson. He's gotten into it with LeBron. I know they've buried a lot. Of, he, has, he gets into it with a lot of he people. He and LeBron get along they do. great. They do. I got some good scoops on... Uh, oh, I can't talk about it on the air. It's such a bummer. All right, uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. All right, uh, Shohei or no way... We're doing Otani Trivia next, The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of taking ice-cold showers? Try a Navian tankless water heater. Endless hot water. Only heat it when you need it. Go to tanklessmadesimple.com. J-Mac, uh, we've been talking about Shohei Otani, the best player in baseball history. He is. He leads in power stats. Outside of a blister, he would have been a starting pitcher. He can run. I think he now leads baseball in triples. There's just nothing like him. He's remarkable. Uh, maybe we, we, we could have right now, you know, LeBron was the best basketball player, arguably. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, maybe the best football player, certainly in that argument. Uh, we have the best baseball player. So, I mean, this as the games become more global, nutrition's better, coaching's better. They're bigger, stronger, faster. Uh, Otani is like uh, one of one. So we're going to do a show hey or no way. You're going to give me trivia on him. Yeah. Otani's nicknames. One of Otani's nicknames is the Unicorn. Yeah, his two nicknames are the Unicorn and Showtime. So that's, yeah. Oh, I like Which Showtime. I like, I like Showtime. I better. like Showtime way better. All right, next up, Otani is the same height and weight as Joe Burrow. So he is. I think he's lighter than Burrow. I think Burrow's a little heavier. I'm going to say false. What is it? 64210. Same size. Burrow's only 210? Burrow's kind of slender. Didn't you see the photos of him at that white party in the Hamptons? He looks skinny. Next up, Shohei was first clocked at 100 miles an hour when he was 11 years old. No, that's 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 false. And he hit 99 on the gun when he was 18. Um, that's not bad. Shohei's favorite American TV show is Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. I'm going to say that's real. That's true. That's not even a real show, man. What, what a, diners, Drive-Ins, and... That's a, that's a show? That's a show with, um, I just met him last week. Yeah, Guy Fieri. I just met him two weeks ago at the UFC. Wow. He's a nice guy. It's weird. I have like 500 channels. I've never heard, I've never heard of that. What channel is that on? No, it's in, it's the Food Network. You've never seen that show. I don't ever watch the Food Channel. Why do I want to watch food? I'd rather eat food. (laughs) What, what? You're not watching food. I'm not watching a bagel. I'm watching a brilliant chef. An artist. I you want him putting the food on my plate in front of me. You never watch the food show. Never. I don't do any reality shows, bro. None. Uh, is it not reality? Are I, you still watching that beauty pageant show with your daughter? The summer I turned pretty. Yes, I am, sadly. <laughs> you couldn't get me to watch a show like that. <laughs> Otani has a custom pillow specifically measured to his head's size and shape. Did he buy it from that my pillow guy? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say that's true. That's true. <laughs> wow, good guess. All right, that Sho- my pillow guy. His company's like broke. I read. Shocker. Uh, Shohei has also Shohei has also played quarterback in high school. 
<laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> that's, that, Correct. That's, that's fake. Yes, yeah. that, 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 he did I don't not think that's before. big in his homeland. <laughs> I mean, Shohei was born before the sale of the first smartphone. This is a tough one. Well, when did the BlackBerry come out? Was that the first smartphone, the BlackBerry? No. It wasn't that smart, by the way. Um, I'm going to say it's close. I'm going to say real. Nicely done. It's very IBM close. sold the first smartphone in 1994. Who did? IBM, according to the... What was it called? I don't know. <laughs> Do we know the name of it? Do you remember? You're I'm not old enough. Because you're like 24. Do you remember the first... It was called Simon. I mean, they gave it a guy's name. And that's just how bad it was. <laughs> like, now it's iPhone. Back then, it was like Larry. What's the show? What's the name of the phone? <laughs> Sam. So, they used to be... They were like bar stools. They were giant gray things with an antenna on them. Was the first cell phone. In fact, can I tell you a story? So, I, my first cell phone, you could fasten it to your truck or your automobile. Yeah. So, I didn't think... I, I, I made no money. I was out of college. And I put it on the floor of my car... I thought you only paid when you called somebody. I didn't know they charged you when people called you. Ooh. So I told my friends, hey, I can't call. It's expensive. Call me. Yeah. My first bill was $440. And, that, and I made like 600 bucks a month. And in 1970, that was like a billion, a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in the year Otani debuted with the Angels, the name Shohei became the ninth most popular baby boy name in Anaheim. Well... I think somewhere else in the world, maybe, but I don't think in Anaheim. No. Nicely done. Fake. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is... Shohei and Babe Ruth share the same birthday. Okay. Now, if that's true, the show's over. Like, we literally got to stop the show and just pay homage to the greatest bar trivia question ever. Shohei and Babe Ruth share the same birthday. That has to be false. Okay. It uh, has to be. Recently proposed... Otani Doctrine permits all players to be eligible for the Hall of Fame induction under multiple positions. What? False. That's <laughs> stupid. That's fake. I like how you read it, process, and you're like, wait, what is this? After coming to America, Shohei was unsure how to spell his name correctly in English, and when filling out paperwork, he decided to put the H in his last name. That sounds true. Wow. That kind of sounds like something I, I would do if I was young. We don't have time for any more. No more? Starting the season, Angel fans have replaced the beginning of the national anthem using Shohei's first name. False. Correct. As of 2021, becoming don't have time for this. You're minority just... stakeholder in Applebee's. He is? Yeah. False. <laughs> That's a good one. I love the, the material these guys come up with. Um, All right, we're done. Oh, man. You can't be rushing in for Can content. I ask about cleaning toilets? It's, we got four seconds left. It's the herd. Unraveled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.